0: Welcome to Starfleet Boy, where we have a casual and informal discussion about our beloved series, Star Trek. We're live. Well, we're not live, but we're back on another exciting episode of Starfleet boy where we have a casual and informal conversation about Star Trek. Uh, today I'm joined once again by Sean from Trek on the Tube. Sean, hello. Hello Hello again. This is, this is gonna be a very quick episode. It was shit We're gonna moving make it, on We're it's, what's that
1: It was shit moving on.
0: Oh my god. Wait. No, <laughs> I ex- I exaggerate. Okay? I exaggerate. All right, well. I wonder what ex- shit smell is the exager- is the less exaggerated shit, right? <laughs> it was shit smell. <laughs> it smelled like shit. It wasn't actually shit. It just smelled like it. <laughs>
1: this is like the Sorry. closest thing to shit without being it. <laughs> okay.
0: So we'll get right into the episode. So obviously today we're talking about Star Trek Discovery Short Treks Calypso. (laughs) It shouldn't be obvious. If you loved it, then it was not obvious that we're talking about it. This is the second installment in Short Treks. um, And uh, it uh, basically uh, um, is set a thousand years after Star Trek Discovery takes place, presumably. Um and uh the the Discovery's been kind of on her own for a while, waiting for her crew to get back, and so over time she becomes uh sentient and uh and uh starts to improving her systems here and there while she waits uh for the crew, I guess just doing general maintenance and things like that. Interesting concept on a starship and its its longevity um <clears throat> but maybe maybe one more realistic for the tng era <laughs> do you think the enterprise e if it was waiting for a thousand years would just like stay there <laughs> is that something that would... i don't know i'm I'm, Anyways. I'm. i'm all
1: i'm all i'm all right with the the ship like kind of the ai developing on its own because like they did that in tng the ship develops its yeah. own friggin' life no, form. No, yeah, it's...
0: There's nothing... Uh, that's definitely not a complaint about this it's, episode. It's, In not, fact, it's, it's not too it's outlandish. Cool
1: it's just interesting yeah, it's that, the, t- that the ship would, like, respect its orders so much. Because Data didn't do that. Data doesn't give a shit. Data does what he wants to do.
0: Mm.
1: And then claims it was for, like, the, the good of the ship. But he, he, you know, disrespects direct orders,
0: disobeys uh, direct orders all the time. Um, I think what's interesting about Data is that he's the closest thing to a human, right? Like... Humans do follow orders. Uh, we, we're very good at following orders. In, fa- in fact, like most of us, prefer to be given a task to do rather than to come up with what that task is going to be. Right. Uh-huh. And if we do love to come up with those tasks, then we're we're leaders. Great! Yay! Council, run for the council or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What would vote for Starfleet Boy for the Trek Council? <laughs> my vice president is Sean. Oh, really? I've been trip. appointed vice yeah, president. Why not? Well, i Well, this is I need to be balanced. I need to be balanced. I need to have a good, strong vice president to counteract some of my, oh, <laughs> my crazy ideas. I feel honored to be described
1: as, you know, strong, good and strong.
0: Well, in. I don't know anything about your politics, and we're supposed to be talking about short treks, but what I will say is that I do have a suggestion for government, which is, I think, mandatory because of all this, like, uh, sort of, for now, mandatory, or, like, something that should be a custom, if not mandatory, is that if you're a Republican, you should have a Democrat vice president. If you're uh, a Democrat, you should have a Republican vice president. There's a name for that, isn't there? What is it? Equality? No, no, I'm just kidding. No, 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 there's, 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 Balanceness. there's a name for that where, where,
1: like, the two opposing parties have, like, um, a strong hold and influence in the, gov- like, the current government. Um... And
0: it, 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 bipartisanship.
1: It, yeah, that, I think that, I think that, that I think that's what it is. But I think that in, practice, <laughs> that in theory, you think it balances thing out. In practice, what it does is, I think um, everyone tries to you know stop what the other does, and so no one gets anything done.
0: But it will just feel like they're trying. <laughs>
1: Like, well, I mean, like, yeah, you know okay. I mean? It'll like, feel like trying, right?
0: it'll just feel like you know our our government cares. Like, is, is that about peace? You know, like, is that where you are now? You
1: want to feel like the government cares. You don't care if the government cares yeah, at all. You just want to feel. No, it. they
0: might. Well, it might end up that if they if they fake it, they'll make it right. Like if they pretend to care long enough. If they I might if I to pretend care. to
1: sleep for like a minute, I'll fall asleep. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: Wow, this is what happens when politics comes into play on Starly. Con- like, okay, so and
1: we are talking about the Sean, least least Sean politically. Is saying no,
0: Sean is saying no. In other words, to my invitation for him to be my vice president. No, I wrong. You know, I, I, I would love to be a Will- vice president.
1: Any <laughs> position of power, I'm, I'm down.
0: <laughs> oh, good grief.
1: I would I, I like, Anyways. Uh, if you were the if you were the king if you were the king, Sahel, I'd be your queen just just to have the power. <laughs> oh
0: just just I think God. I would prefer it if you were the king and then I were the queen, but that's, yeah, look, all that's right. even more we even, can do it we could do it the other way around. It doesn't really matter. Oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> As this discussion is what happened in the computer's mind for a thousand years and then all of a sudden this adrift shuttlecraft <laughs> or space pod or something like that happens to pass uh, right by the discovery. And so the discovery, now being sentient, is curious. It grabs a hold of it. It brings it into its docking bay and it transports apparently this uh, very handsome refugee or man. uh <laughs> Into the sickbay. Um, and Craft. then uh, cures, you know, heals him and then uh, brings him back into consciousness. And when he wakes up, he's like, holy shit, where the fuck am I? He didn't say it like that, although it would have been really awesome <laughs> if he did. <laughs> and then the computer and he start to, like, uh, talk to each other. And at first he thinks, by the way, his, na- his name is Crash, right? Isn't it? Croft. Crash. He's like, he's like, oh, Crash is so much cooler. No, because he's crafty,
1: right? That, that's, oh, that's his. Right. That's is a he soldier ni- Well, that's his soldier nickname. He's crafty, because um, he's, he's like a soldier. But he has a real name, which we never know, right? No, he never he never shares his real name, and um, that like that's that's the the big difference between this this AI and his wife. But right. his wife knows his real name, whereas this, this AI doesn't. Right. That's that's, that, that's a thing.
0: Right. It's his justification for having an affair with a, with a non-corporeal entity. Anyway, <laughs> but I would definitely have an affair with the Enterprise A, maybe the Enterprise D for sure. Uh, not the Discovery, what? though. I'm sorry. Where
1: has this discussion
0: gone? I don't <laughs> well because that's really what your what the show's about. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, so Kraft uh, ends up being um, trapped on the ship because it's determined pretty early on in their interactions that uh, the Discovery is not going to go anywhere. She's she's been ordered she's to maintain place, position yeah. and wait and wait for uh, the crew to get back. The whole crew apparently had to abandon Discovery or something happened. Uh, that caused Discovery to empty out, and then she was ordered to maintain position. So, one, it, it, it it's kind of a cool concept or idea. Um, it is kind of which, strange that
1: not a single ship has like crossed paths with the USS Discovery in a thousand years. Because I mean, if like a Romulan or a Klingon or God knows where the ship is, if a Borg had found it, like I'm I'm pretty sure something would have happened to the ship. Someone would have like. What if she's phased out?
0: Anyways. Well, I mean, this dude's in
1: a, <laughs> an escape pod, and he finds the ship pretty easily. So, there ain't no phase. There ain't phased phased no phase out, in the too. air. What
0: if they're in a, fa- <laughs> what if they're in a phase nebula? Uh, anyways, there's so many. Re- there's there are lots of ways that we can explain it, but let's try to focus on just <laughs> getting through this summary. <laughs> What's the rest of the stuff that happens in the episode? You saw it recently too, right? I saw it recently. I can't. Hold on. Oh wait, there's so many important things we're leaving out. Okay. <laughs> so so it's so she can't they go anywhere. A ra- they develop the a
1: relationship. That's it. That's what
0: happens. Wait, 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 wait. So but the, the we're setting the stage, right? The landscape, the plot. The st- in 15 what? minutes what? they do a lot of like, stage okay. setting, right? <laughs> so um the shuttlecraft apparently is it's risky to take it out cuz it's it's too far away. It's out, it's just barely in range for the shuttlecraft. But so she doesn't want to risk uh his life so she won't let him have access to it. Mm. Um, And so for a a period of time, he's just kind of sitting there, like, kind of accepting his fate in a way, healing. I imagine he's in pretty bad shape. Um, And then once he feels you know, kind of like resigned to his fate, he starts to become friends with the computer. And the computer uh, is showing him a holographic image of of her favorite movie, uh, Funny Face, which is actually a, a movie I hadn't thought about in years. I saw it when I was a little little kid uh <laughs> but uh but anyways uh she you know bored for a thousand years uh comes up with her favorite movie being funny face and shows it to him and then he is kind of impressed by the way the that it's presented or whatever uh and then he kind of falls into this fantasy with her and like then he dan you know he like as a gift he decides to dress up like uh um uh, Fred Astaire's character in the movie and uh, and dance with the hologram and convinces I mean with the so uh, is with he f- the ships computer and convinces her to uh, materialize in a form and they have a little dance and then they have a little kiss and then it gets crazy because he remembers his wife and it's all awkward and the ship's computer they actually kissed yeah is I it, thought they kissed
1: I, I don't remember
0: I'm okay, pretty so sure they kissed.
1: excluding the kiss right? Um, mm-hmm. in in your mind, is like does what does what um the character craft do? Is that considered flirting, or is it just kind of he's you know, made friends with this this AI? Or would you actually consider that I think he was flirting? With I think
0: him? it's I think it's a first kind of relationship for me because like I've never been in love with like an artificial intelligence, although I'm very open to it. <laughs> but i don't know i really didn't understand like i couldn't relate to the character very much so i had a hard time like understanding his uh perspective i like for a while there i thought
1: that like he wanted to dress up and dance because she said it was her favorite movie but then that, that i mean that could as much be a thing that you do because you're flirting it as well as something that you do like for your friend right You've you've developed a friendship he with this thinks, this AI and I
0: think he doesn't think of the AI as anything more than Until maybe that moment. A, until that moment, okay. yeah. Then than a computer program. Like I do think that like in the moment he got swept away and then just all like, And that's why know, he just he it, went. Right. He, and he considering that and this then. is a thousand considering this takes place a thousand years after discovery it's like way into the future like there's there's a couple of hints about what the world is like in this future but apparently it, it, there may not even be a federation anymore it might be something completely different who knows i wouldn't i wouldn't i would like the federation to continue but there could have been a cataclysm and the discovery is just sitting out there undiscovered haha <laughs> you know who knows <laughs> who knows it's like so far into the future but um we've already seen but an episode that, further
1: along in the future than that
0: Right, but I'm sure that Kraft uh, has, ex- you know, it, it's very commonplace on TNG that they're having sex on in in the holodeck. So I'm sure Kraft has had a sexual experience with like holographic uh, characters, and but this is different I because has I wife. don't think. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, people seem to be swingers in the future. <laughs> like, 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 is it cheating if you go out with, uh, I don't know, uh, Chris Evans in, in a hologram? <laughs> you know, like I don't know. It's a very cool. You asked, I think, something similar to that. I think in, a lot of people the, would you know, have different like,
1: answers because I'm pretty convinced my wife would yeah. say yes. See what I mean? But then you might ask someone <laughs> like else it doesn't and they have have might a say no. It's, just
0: like, it's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a very fascinating thing. Anyways, is, it, is, it, uh, is it
1: okay to have like sex with a, a holographic representation of your your partner your spouse when they're not around?
0: Well, like okay, so like most activities or is that kind are, of weird. Right. <laughs> 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 so humans just humans are one of the few species that uh, have sex recreationally, right? So I think that like you know uh this is a this is like a this is the, the the problem like some of us think this is bestial and some of us think this is like you know, like, advance in some way. So, I don't know. Depending on how you think of sex, like <laughs> working, w- working with a holographic uh, lover might just be practice, you know? Like, you're just practicing to be the best lover you can be for your spouse, you know? I so, suppose that's what's
1: great about the future, though. There are so many planets, which, I mean, everyone has a different mentality. Everyone has a different way of seeing things. And I suppose that you can, I, I suppose, right. join a community, join a planet that sees things and thinks things the way you do. So then you do not have to have this awkward debate or anything with anyone else. You can just go to the planet that suits you the most.
0: What if you like all planets though? That's when you become a member of the United Federation of Planets you do. and and a Starfleet officer and explore look at Riker, look at how many opportunities Riker has had to like to explore strange new worlds and new civilizations. So, Kraft is a man of the future, like a thousand years after, you know, like hundreds of years—not thousand, but like hundreds of years after TNG. Um, and so he's definitely, if not, you know, who who knows what his his people are like, but he's descendant of humans, so he must be like a little bit like these guys, right? <laughs> like, he's like a he, but he's a far future human for sure. Anyway, so he has this experience, and then the computer gets embarrassed. And decides enough is enough. I've kept him here too long. Uh, if he wants to risk getting home in the shuttle, he can. Mm. And uh, it's kind of bittersweet because they actually became friends. It was very Beauty and the Beast-like, actually, you know, or, or Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> like when when you when you fall in love with your 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 pris- prisoner. <laughs> If Discovery <laughs> has shown us anything,
1: there's 90% of, like chances he'll get like kidnapped by a Klingon by leaving in a shuttle.
0: <laughs> On the way to, space is definitely more dangerous in Star Trek Discovery than it is in, in earlier Trek. You can't in take no shuttle without a Klingon just beaming you into a prison like, ship, right? Yeah, she's essentially letting him go into into death. He may not make it home L- to this um,
1: <laughs> 121.0 will be, <laughs> still be around, like a, a cybernetic cyborg kind of Lorell. Just beaming people into so the prison.
0: So their goodbye is bittersweet and she asks him one more time, you know, you know, if we were lovers on your planet, um, would you tell me your name? And then and then he says to her that it's kind of a, I, this is the part that kind of got me about the episode. It's, I'm a sappy romantic and oh, he says, corny "If you were bit. my lover." Uh, yeah, but it's great. <laughs> he goes, "If you if you were my lover, you would give me my name." And then she goes, "Okay, then I already have." And it's a kind of an awesome funny face thing there I didn't react to it that way upon my first viewing of it I definitely nitpicked as is my nature to do mm. on some of the incongruities and things like that but when I watched it a second time I kind of calmed down a little bit and liked it a little bit better I do it the
1: other way around I have a tendency to turn my brain off when I'm watching new Star Trek or um, new, the first or time new anything. When I'm like just watching a show or an episode, I try to like just I'm gonna take in the story as it was intended. You try to I, this is gonna sound fucking corny. I try to feel the story more than I try to analyze it. I try to like. Um,
0: well, isn't that the point of great? I suppose great stories. I really? suppose. <laughs> and so um, and
1: then like in my next watches, that's when I nitpick and I try to you know figure out this is
0: wrong and this is wrong and this is dumb. I'll try it your way next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is very hard to do because your mind is constantly like, what? What did they say? That's that's I think my main problem my- with the, with Runaway was that um, I, I tried to watch it and just appreciate it as it was, but there were so many inconsistencies and plot holes that it just it I couldn't. It took me away from that and it it forced me to nitpick. This story was executed in a way that um, none of the major plot holes. Um, really bothered me, so I suppose they're not major.
0: What are like? What are some of the main plot holes that you? Uh, well, to me, of... I find it
1: unrealistic that this guy wouldn't have taken the shuttle anyway. All right. Right. Because like, well, he's been he's been at well, war for ten years. He hasn't seen his wife. So um, he's been faithful. He hasn't had sex with any holograms. So he hasn't you know <laughs> been with his wife for ten years. He hasn't seen his child uh, for ten years, and it just kind of feels like. Um, this guy's managed to escape this battle in an escape pod, and he's crafty and everything, so he's a guy that wants to get home, and this ship says, no, you can't, it's too dangerous in a shuttle, and he just kind of gives up there and says, okay, fine. But then that didn't distract me too much from the episode. I was able to watch it, and think, you know, you kind of explain it like he's taking the time to heal, maybe. Um,
0: The thing I didn't get, um, we should, first, I should have said in my summary that... um, the title Calypso is a reference to I had kind of melded it with some other things like Hercules, but it's the it's yes. Odysseus, uh, it's Odysseus, and like it's basically the same story where uh, a, a you know a spacefarer in this case a seafarer in the myth uh, uh, lands on an island and and this character Calypso keeps him there mm. longer than he should be, um, but then he eventually escapes and goes back to course, the war. Of course, there's, there's a lot more names. gray
1: in uh, in this one in this short trick because from what I understand in the Greek mythology Calypso actually uh, imprisons the people that arrive on her island Um, right but that's
0: the kind of the and Odysseus isn't it kind of like
1: Odysseus forever tries to or for seven years tries to leave and is not in love with Calypso whereas this this was kind of grayish because she doesn't really imprison Kraft and Kraft also has that kind of moment where he's like wait uh, this isn't right I shouldn't be falling for her so, it is kind of
0: I do think the episode could have benefited from scenes where uh I think it would have been like since it's a sentient computer and its main function is to protect human life, I would think that like uh he's not a prisoner in the in the sense of like there's a nefarious purpose, but she's imprisoning him in the sense of like you can't leave because it's not safe. Mm. Like, my job is to protect you. Do you know what I mean like. Yeah. And so that that's something that would have been interesting if like I don't re- I don't recall. But it being I, I, th- in the I think it's they like- didn't go down that
1: route because we have too many stories of AIs, you know, the the whole conundrum where I want to protect humanity, but the best way to protect humanity is to, like I'd either like uh, enslave you or like put you in these prison <laughs> prison cells. You know what I mean? Like the best way to protect a <laughs> right, human but- is to have him never go outside and so you're locked up in your room and. Right. You know, what I think they but didn't I want all, to go down. That I also
0: route. think, I also think there's like not really an established sense of time. Like he could only he could have been on the ship for like two months. Yeah, like, that do is you a ever lack. I,
1: I would have liked them to actually cause they, they skip, but they don't write anything on the screen or anything. I would have right. liked to know how long I he say, stayed there.
0: I'm assuming I can tell you, I've been healing weeks. I've been healing from this concussion and accident, and um, and it it like. I just imagine, like, I'm just kind of transposing my personal experience onto it for a second. But, like, for me, I feel like Kraft, he's been through some crazy shit. Like, he almost died in his his um, his thing. So, mm. minimum, I'm going to say he's there for two months. Okay. Minimum. But he, it does seem got, like, fair a, you that know. he
1: would stay there. Because, okay, there's this whole thing where you would expect him to try to get back to his family as soon as possible. But there's also, he's come out of ten years of, like, warfare. Or at least... Right. maybe he so hasn't, he's exhausted he, he hasn't yeah. been warring for 10 years maybe but the war's been going on for 10 years but yeah um, he's yeah. been away from his family for 10 years from what I from what I understand and so maybe just there's this peace and quiet right on this ship it's restful I love how he puts his hammock up in the in the transporter room I like transporter, that was cool I yeah. like the way that he doesn't use the bid because we've seen this so many times um, both in, in like in entertainment and in real life. Um soldiers they, they're just not used to like the beds anymore. And so they sleep on the ground or like wherever.
0: Or something like that, yeah. So
1: he pulls his hammock out because he was, you know, sleeping in a hammock. Hammocks are still a thing in a thousand years.
0: Um oh. <laughs> Also it seems like Discovery's technology actually like for once didn't bother me because i felt like oh well it's a it's a thousand years later it could be anything right well that's the thing it, could I, be, it, it
1: was like okay so it could be advanced but then it could be like old and out of place it doesn't really matter because the ship is not supposed to be there wait. anyway
0: it's ambiguous like yeah like as to what what's there um, is it cheap that they
1: keep <laughs> on using the discovery set for the short tricks or is it fine that they do that
0: I just think that like it doesn't, it wouldn't matter, and none of that would matter if the stories were just a little bit.
1: Yeah, if it was a little, just a little bit polished.
0: Po- yeah, just a little bit more. Like I do think that it's great though to see uh, this co- kind of wilder experiment. Like if I, if you want to look at Star Trek as like, you know, format, let's just assume is great. Yeah, well, an evolving format too. Like I think these like experimental treks. Like and seeing how fans react to them is like a great way to kind of understand what the stories should be like, you know. And mm. so I think this is still Discovery still learning. I think about the audience in in many senses. Like it's just like like if you if we if we do that objective thing that I, we were doing before with the with the meteorite example, right? If you're looking at it to, like as objectively as possible, I think one one can say that like you know the best way to run a show is to just put something out and then make it evolve into the best of what it could be right and and sometimes you get lightning in a bottle like the expanse where like from the start it's like amazing but the expanse didn't have the pressure of being something that existed before the expanse is totally new they could do whatever they want and the audience would be more forgiving of it but if it was called star trek the expanse i think which oh, i would shit. love oh, i think it would have been met with controversy right so i think star trek discovery is trying to figure out how to be the best show it can be mm. and so i don't i don't necessarily think but that's be, an excuse for be, bad be, stories be careful because a- <laughs> be
1: careful because the expense has a very low viewership count um audience count compared to discovery
0: but it's so, so good <laughs> I know I know but I mean if you go by the
1: numbers then you know your opinion would be wrong because you I, I would but put I, I would put the expense above Star Trek Discovery as it stands which is kind of unfair because we're talking that, four seasons versus one but, um, right. but
0: you have to kind of compare how the expanse started and like I think it is a tough show to get into it in got cancelled
1: it's a show that got yeah. cancelled I
0: mean it got cancelled too yeah but like once you, the thing about and the Subject discovery didn't get, you get canceled it actually launched like six spin-offs. I know, it's true. So, <laughs> it's true. But there's t- there's different kinds of successes, right? Like so what I love about the example of the expanse is like Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, I'm sure you know who that is. I'm I'm sure many people know who that is. Like save the expanse because there is a line I think that kind of has been Something that Star Trek has been really good at doing, in my opinion, in the past, is that there's a line between art and commercialism, right? Like, you need the money to sustain the the show, but, but TV shows should also be very, like, something something Im- meaningful hmm. to the audience you need, watching. You need like to give like in
1: to, to like, um, let's say like, the commercial attributes of your show, but you also need to stay true to your vision. and to
0: Right, exactly.
1: The, cr- the, uh, the Expanse
0: you know. doesn't have... The Expanse doesn't have the handicap, if you will, of, like, Star Trek being around for 50 years has a very well-established, like, message or meaning, right? Like, what Star Trek means is very, you know, when you distill it down to its most basic, it's like, Star Trek is supposed to be a vision of humanity at its best what we could be right and so that's always going to be at the heart of star trek the expanse didn't have that handicap the expanse could be whatever it wants to be about so (laughs) the but but i guess what i mean to say is that like the fact that like the expanse even in itself i think evolves in those three seasons and turns into a totally crazy new show i think every show is is a, a slave to its audience to some extent you know like and that's what we're seeing with star trek discovery i think by season three everyone's who everyone involved is either going to love it or hate it <laughs> and, and then that's it it's it's fate will be decided right but uh mm. but seasons. yeah so i said four yeah i said I four seasons it, for
1: the expanse, but it is only three currently yeah
0: yeah fourth is coming Jeff Bezos saved the show, which is crazy. Like, a billionaire person, like... <laughs> is it a, is it irresponsible? Do you think he should be spending his billions on a show like The Expanse? I would. <laughs> okay, it, um, it, it, I would it, actually, it is if it I, is I were, If I were Jeff move, Bezos, I would buy the Star Trek property is what I would have done. <laughs> God, no, it, 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 is it is a logical military. move
1: because um, Amazon Prime is becoming one of the major players um, in the video-on-demand service. And um, so everyone wants to get one of those shows. Like everyone wants a fantasy show because HBO has Game of Thrones. So, but Amazon is coming out with Middle Earth, and now that CBS has Star Trek Discovery, um, it is good to have that science fiction because you want that science fiction as well. You want fantasy. You want science fiction. You want all of the stars. They have they have the Grand Tour, which is huge. Amazon Prime. So, I mean, I think it is a bold move. To to grab something that has so small like it's it's got not that much viewership, but then it was on Sci-Fi, which is a channel that produces like the Shocknado movies. So like, I mean, do they count?
0: I mean, it, we're in an interesting time because um, when I when I grew up and when TNG existed, like there was no streaming service. Like there was no way for a network to like lock down its content in this way. You know what I mean? Like mm. you had to use you had to use you had to air it on television, like it's. It was just going to be free, freely available, and so like, um, I think that like ultimately, like they had like what Star Trek is doing for CBS. Uh, CBS is trying to, you know, obviously be in this game, and and I subscribe to the CBS thing, and I watch two shows only. <laughs> I, I watch Star Trek Discovery when it's on or whenever there's Star Trek Discovery content, and Murphy Brown, <laughs> and I, you know, so so it's like. I think that, like, you know, it's growing its content in a way where it's like, I like it. I like not having to, like, watch Murphy Brown on a specific time or date. Like, I like being able to just watch it whenever I can or whenever I want to. And even though I watch Star Trek right when it comes out, like, I like the idea that I can go back and watch, mm. you know, this other content. So who's going to win in the in the battle? Uh, it's going to be uh, Starfleet Boy Corp., which is going to buy Amazon Prime. <laughs> Netflix Apple Music no I'm just kidding I wish I could be Starfleet just, I
1: disapprove (laughs) I disapprove of the fact that we have so many different you know video on demand services nowadays I like the idea of having like when Netflix came out I like the idea it was like this is where your movies and TV series are going to be this is where you're going to watch it online you can pay every month and this is where it is and then everyone wanted to jump on that, like, wagon. And so everyone now has a video on the Monzo, But then it, it, it's the same thing as having TV channels now. You have to pay for every subscription. Like, and right. I, like that's just dumb. The, the, do the you guys thing, pay for
0: that Star... What is it on in Canada? Star, star Channel or Star? Space.
1: Space.ca.
0: Space. That's right. Space.ca. It's a, a website that you watch it on or do you watch it on, like, TV so TV?
1: Space.ca is um, the uh, channel... The space channel. It's the space channel, um, and so they have reruns of all Star Trek and et cetera. They have, I think, they have Babylon Five and Battlestar Galactica, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And there's also the space.ca website, where if you do have the space channel uh, in your um, kind of TV package, then you can um, put in your identification, you know, uh, from your TV, uh, from your internet provider, and then you can log on to the space.ca website which is where they have all of the after trick uh, streaming and then they have the um, Star Trek oh, so Discovery so you can watch it as many times so I can rewatch you can it. watch it
0: as many times as you want but, the, oh, but so cool. I don't
1: like the t- like okay I illegally download after I've watched it legally on TV if that makes sense so I, I do watch it on TV I do get the ads I do live through all of that I sit through all of that but then I then I
0: download the episode um, I don't know if we want to know about your illegal activities on Starfleet Boy, but maybe. I will say okay, that, but I, 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 I will say that I will say I just don't believe you're illegal. I don't think you're illegal. I think you're, I understand what you're saying. You gotta, but you, but just don't say it that way. If if you're not illegal, don't say you're illegal. <laughs> stop saying I'm you're stop illegal. Stop saying it
1: nevertheless Damn. you can watch it on space and i have done this i watch after <laughs> trick and i watch i've watched a few episodes on space um ca the the website it's just that the quality isn't amazing and there's like laggy load times and stuff and it's not
0: awesome it's not, gotcha.
1: it's not the best of websites nevertheless you well, can also okay, watch so it on crave <laughs> tv which is a video on demand service that exists in canada but then you'd have to subscribe to crave tv which is yet another service that you have to subscribe to
0: so one thing I I've, <laughs> I know that the Blu-ray for Star Trek Discovery came out and I'm seeing a lot of like activity on Twitter where people saying well actually I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more on Blu-ray mm. than I did uh, I think that like the thing I think the thing about Star My Star copy Discovery, is coming. Oh cool. Oh, great. So, right, I so have you're very bo- legal. I am very legal. I've bought I've bought it. I have bought
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I have bought it. I pre-ordered it <laughs> months ago At the moment it was it was it was oh, possible to pre ordered
0: Very good. And I would like to personally (laughs) thank
1: Amazon.ca because not only did they enable me to purchase this legally and pre-order it legally, but they have also adapted. And I've never seen this. They've also adjusted their price. Uh, They've reduced the price from forty-two dollars to like twenty-seven because they noticed that. And they gave you a credit. Yeah, they gave me a credit because they noticed that. No, didn't they? Didn't even give me a credit. They just. They only took. 27 out of my account rather than 41 Ooh. because they realized that other people were selling it cheaper and so they adjusted their price and I think that's a very oh, that's, that's a,
0: why Amazon is amazing that is a very
1: amazing thing to do so I would like to personally thank the Amazon.ca
0: so <laughs> this episode was unofficially illegally sponsored by Amazon.com for both uh, reducing <laughs> oh, the that's price that's of Trek
1: discovery <laughs> and <laughs> making uh, the expense <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> God. So, so, what, what else did you like or not like? Well, I mean, okay. you know, Everyone I, I, can go to I, I, everyone I, I, can go to your video, yeah. and, and I neither and like nor dislike your the thoughts. thing. That's
1: the thing. I have nothing specific to talk about yeah. because I didn't. You know, I there's nothing I really enjoyed. You're
0: indifferent to it. Do you think is it supposed to? Is it meant to tie into season two? I'm, no. I'm getting conflicting. No information Absolutely not. Okay. This is its
1: own bubble. This, well, to me, a lot of people are saying um, this is going to tie into what's going to happen to the U.S.S. Discovery and whatever. I don't think so. I think they just they did this story on the U.S.S. Discovery because they had the set, and they thought let's just make it a thousand years in the future so that it does, it can be unrelated. It can be its own thing. And I'm taking this as its own thing. The thing is, like Tilly, apart from the fact we now know she's promoted to an in, uh, to an ensign. Um, Nothing that she did in this short trick will be addressed in season two You can be sure of that which is stupid because she could, she should be court-martialed, but um it, These are their own little things right they're supposed to but the idea of this is not you're not supposed to um, How should I say this if you don't watch the short tricks, you shouldn't be missing out on the story of Star Trek Discovery It should just enhance your viewing experience if you do watch them
0: immediately after this aired I went on a live chat um, on Oh, text with text read, yeah I, yeah and it was really fun uh, and something that uh, I, I I actually am a personal fan like I really love per, I don't know what that means personal fan but <laughs> I really love Michael Ch- Chabon's work I'm his personal fan like the only his only I'm very personal with, with my fanship of Michael Sha. But I discovered him uh, many years ago, not through his writings, but through the film uh, *Wonder Boys*. And then I went on and read his work, and I like him. And I think it's, I think it's a great story, *Wonder Boys*. Um, when I when I first heard he was involved with *Star Trek*, of course I was excited, but I really didn't like. I did have that concern, even though I love him and his work. I did have the concern of like, well, you know, he's not necessarily a science fiction writer, but apparently he has written some science fiction and I just didn't know about it. Mm. So I'll have to like I'll have to like uh clue myself up on that. But um but I was I was thinking that so I like this one better than Runaway. Um and I definitely thought the writing was cleverer in this episode but I still feel this I actually do feel the same way that you do whereas like it really does nothing to advance my appreciation of Star Trek Discovery um, or my understanding of of it and it doesn't really fit in with my expectations of like what these events these kinds of events within Star Trek would be like mm. um, I know I do I get a lot that,
1: I do get a lot of trash talk on my on my channel where people say that like I have a tendency to like bitching about Discovery and what have you. I do want to say that, like, the the complaints that I have about this short-trick episode specifically, it's not exclusive to Discovery. I have the same kind of complaints for all sorts of episodes in TNG and Voyager. Sometimes there are just episodes that are kind of meh. Like, they exist, and so they exist, but they're they're neither good nor bad, they're just uninteresting. It just just so happens that they're part of the season. Um, And this is the kind of complaint that I have for... Any Star Trek series, any iteration of Star Trek, and any other show actually. So this isn't Discovery specific. I'm not bashing on Discovery. I'm sure that this. But you are. (laughs) I'm sure that this format. (laughs) I'm sure that this format can bring something truly great. I really am. I think that this kind of short Trek format is amazing, and I think that they should really carry on with it. Um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the Harry Mudd one. Um,
0: I. I do want to show one of my, one of the images that they have on IMDb from this episode, because I do want to say that, like, I do kind of like, I I enjoyed the visual. It's been um, 40
1: minutes we've been talking about this.
0: I know we're gonna stop. I promise. This is it. <laughs> we're, this, we're gonna be done. <laughs> it's just so much fun to hang out with you, though. Oh. So, anyways, ah, oh, I know, but we all we have things to. Aldous Hodge. For those who haven't,
1: <laughs> uh, for those who didn't recognize him, Eldis Hodge recently portrayed uh, MC Arin in Straight of Compton, the movie about NWA.
0: Wow. <laughs> I love that movie, and I had no idea. And um, I think his performance—so his <laughs> his crazy.
1: performance in Calypso does not reflect um, his 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 talent, because he's a very talented actor, and he he has he does an amazing job in Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton.
0: I like well, well. That's the thing I wanted to say is that like to me, the star, the winner of this short trek was was Aldis Hodge. Okay. To well, then he's the only like one yeah like the I, zora was i just remembered her name now because i went on imdb Sorry. but zora the the computer ai was flat and kind of expected like everything she did i expected her to do there was nothing unexpected mm. i wish that the episode i think we talked about this on uh, our discussion and i think this is like something that still i feel is that i wish it was a horror straight up horror episode <laughs> like scary <laughs> like it just scary as fuck I could have done that. episode i could have done that
1: just an yeah. r rated him alone on a ship you know freaking out anyway
0: yeah it could have been like just freaky and the ship is demented at this point i think that would have been great especially since i think uh you know they could have actually pushed this a little earlier and released it around halloween it would have been awesome just to be timely as well and do a little bit of that kind of I, I will that say kind of audience service.
1: That performance-wise, though, I, I do say that this is this wasn't his most amazing performance. I will say that um, it probably is very hard to act and perform when you're like the only character, and you're supposed to be interacting with like an AI, which is like a, probably an off like an off-camera voice, and it must be a very awkward kind of um, job.
0: There's a cool possibility set up here uh, for a reoccurring uh, character. Uh, so presuming they do these short treks in between every season, it'd be neat if we got a follow-up like he came back to the Discovery That for some would reason.
1: be really cool. I, kn- I didn't think of that. That would be awesome. Like, it, like if they were to do four short treks per season, then you'd, every time one of them would be uh, um, on craft. And so, yeah, that would be interesting.
0: Yeah, so I would appreciate that. And, and you know
1: even if it's completely like completely um, <clears throat> like uh, away from the USS Discovery to show on this planet right. or something
0: something else yeah, yeah. I would like just that I would like that craft. I would like to see Elvis yeah.
1: Hodge return and interact with people
0: yes alright and that's it okay <laughs> that's all I got it's time to, do you have anything else in your notes no not
1: really it, was, it just it didn't impress me um, but I don't actively dislike it like I I, I do the first one but I am Excellent. I am happy so, to see this format exist.
0: I think I'd like to give this episode a four. Um yeah. Um, uh. Whoa! This is two times in a row. Is it?
1: Is it? I think so. Yeah.
0: I think <laughs> yeah. I think a four.
1: I think a four is good.
0: A four. Four is fair, right? That's amazing. What And a there day. you have it. Our our short treks we we actually did keep it under an hour so it was shorter than our last discussion but we also talked about the picard show if i'm not mistaken the episode is 18 minutes last.
1: and we talk for freaking 45 minutes about it <laughs> i don't know how i feel about that but
0: <laughs> well the the freaking I don't know it's just what happens we go into the sp- we go into Starfleet Boy time it's a whole different reality anyways Sean it was a pleasure thank you so much for doing this I really appreciate it like I just want to talk about Star Trek all the time and you are a awesome companion on that journey thank you um Thank you, audience. If you made it this far, <laughs> do you have anything to plug? Because this one will go up right away, no, even though it's I, late. I have nothing to plug. Short tracks is like two weeks ago. <laughs> I have nothing to plug. I have. We, I have future my, audiences won't know. I have my baby to attend A thousand attend to, years from so. now. Yes you do. Yes, and I'm being a bad uncle by keeping you from that. But wow. a thousand years from now, people will watch this and they won't know when we recorded it. They'll it'll be relatively the same time as the short tracks came out, so live long and prosper. See you guys. <laughs> and see you guys. Bye.